Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Claire, that time of the show where we go to our interview and always like uh, getting a chat for the trainers around the place and one of the good ones we've got him on today. His name's John O'Connor and he joins us. Hello, John. Morning, Miles. Morning, Claire. How are you? Good. Mate, uh, a fair bit to talk about, I think, with you. Uh, horses have been thereabouts for a while too. You look back through uh, a lot of previous uh, previous runs. You've had horses running reasonably well, left-hand man, run and tell, Seagal. Um, are you sort of happy with how the stable's travelling at the moment? Uh, yes, you know, I mean, yeah, we've had, a, I think we've had about four seconds since our last winner, so we've been on the door a bit um, in recent weeks. But, um, yeah, look, they're racing pretty consistently, Miles. Um, you know, you, you have your ebbs and flows as every trainer does, but um, yeah, we're, we're going along okay, I think. John, how do you find, I like to ask all the trainers when they come on, how do you find this time of year um, racing in South Australia and sort of trying to find and pick tracks that suit? I know we go to Murray Bridge uh, today where, uh, look, you know, the track's probably going to come up better than most. I mean, Strathalbyn during the week, it's, it's pretty ordinary. I mean, Parks last week played fair for a Parks track, but... How do you find it at the moment with picking tracks and sort of heavy decks, softer decks? How do you personally go about it? Um, I don't like the early mornings when it's wet and windy and cold, I can assure <laughs> you, but when it comes to tracks, um, yeah, look, at, you try, I suppose, as much as you can to identify which of your horses uh, get in slow to heavy ground, and we sort of think we've got a, a handful of horses that we do know have proven they can handle it, so you try to get them up and up and about, ready to kick off right at this time of year. So, um, and then you've just got to obviously find tracks to suit horses. You've got to also, you know, got to find the right ratings races over the right distances. So, um, you know, it's a yeah, it's a pretty exact science, you know, placing horses this time of year. But um, yeah, the important thing is basically trying to get your wet trackers up and going, and um, you know, playing into their strengths. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know, and then, then obviously you want to so they don't handle it. So you know, if you you know, they're obviously not much good to you this time of year. So. Yeah, that's probably the most important thing is identifying the ones that do handle any sort of ground and, um, yeah, try and, you know, um, get full benefit of that ability. John, uh, we do talk about your stable being a bit of a boutique stable and you seem to really try and concentrate on the metropolitan runners and trying to get that sort of um, the horses that can compete all the time in that sort of top races. Um, I just want to ask you about your apprentice, Angus Chung, as well. I see, um, I was just looking on some stats and how many rides he's had for you and how many wins he's had for you. He's had a really good season riding for you and um, just wonder if you can tell, tell us a little bit about him. Um, and I believe he is going back to Hong Kong now. Is that correct? Yes, that's, um, now that was always obviously part of the deal. We've only got them for a relatively short time, but we've had Angus for just over two years, which has been... Um, you know, it's been a great benefit to us because he's, um, you know, he's, he's been a really good asset to our team. He's a, you know, just a, a great young bloke to have around. He's very, you know, a very personable young man. And um, and look, he's been a great work rider. You know, he's, it's, you know, as you know, Claire, getting your horses work in the morning, getting them work properly is um, a very big part of a you know, trainer's operation. And having Angus um, with us for the last couple of years, working our horses and particularly young horses, and, and educating them, he's been a, a terrific asset for us. And 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 it's you know, better still, he's also been a very good race jockey for us. So um, um, you know, um, being able to you know use him on race day and, and get a three kilo discount when he's on, he's, he rides as well as, in my opinion, he rides you know as well as a lot of our seniors, uh, and and um, they get a three kilo discount every time he's on. 
and he's riding horses that he knows inside out because he's riding on track work. So, you know, there are, you know, if you've got a kid like him, he's got a good asset, we're going to miss him. Well, Ed, the stats back him up too. Seventh on the Metro um, Premiership. He's also, what's he there, fifth on the Provincial one. He's striking over 10% with both of them. Can you just tell us about him, um, about sort of maybe the styles and what he does a little bit differently to others? I, I, I noticed that that he can sort of sit and wait. He seems to make good decisions, but he's also vigorous. He seems to sort of get horses to be able to wake up but keep them balanced at the same time. Yes, Mark, he's pretty much a complete package. You know, he um, he, he thinks his races very, through very thoroughly before he goes out there. He doesn't just go out and ad-lib, you know. He's, he does a lot of um, form study. And I, I think he's had a lot of help from Felix... Um, um, could could see um, from you know, uh, Hong Kong, South African champion jockey. He's um, he, he has a lot of in, input into Oscar's um, riding, and he reviews his races with him. And I think he's been a good asset in helping you know teach Angus to you know plan his races. And um, sorry, I have to just call you out there. I love that you just called him Oscar. He's like Angus is like your son, isn't he? <laughs> Did I call him off? Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that just goes to show how well um, you, that you, you've actually had a long list of apprentices who have come through your stable and have gone really well. Um, yeah, so it just goes to show how much care like the small stables do. And obviously you're being an ex-jockey yourself, I think it really is a benefit. Um, yeah, I don't want to focus just on saying, <laughs> this is a leading question because you know that Angus is riding Munster. Yeah, uh, Angus is riding one for me, John. I was just trying to find out a few things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's good to hear. Well, it is good to hear because I'm more on the side and you guys have ridden and whatnot, but it's good to hear that that sometimes you do query as to how much prep has been put into a race by a jockey, and sometimes you feel like they've just gone and jumped on and gone for a, a turn. But you you want jockeys to do the homework and, and work out what's going to happen in the race. I, I, I really rate him, John. How good could you see him getting? I mean, we've seen um, the Poon train's gone back. Um, Jackie Chan's gone back there. He's riding well too in Hong Kong. How good could he be? Uh, that's, you know, probably always a bit, you're always a bit hesitant. to. There's a lot of young horses, Miles. You don't like putting huge big reps on young horses because they can... The minute you do, they bloody they can go backwards very quickly. But so you know, it's a little bit the same with the young jockeys. I mean, look, he's still got to keep working. He's still got to keep focus. He's got to keep you know the right attitude, right through. You know, it gets harder when you get to Hong Kong. You're riding against some elite, you know, world class jockeys. So he's got to keep improving, and that. But he's just got the attitude where I think he will because he's he's almost a bit harsh on himself sometimes when when he when he gets beaten on horses. He he can sometimes you know just. Um, be a little bit over analytical about his rides and think, you know, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's probably a good thing is that he wants to keep getting better and wants to keep improving. And um, he's got the natural talent. Um, so, you know, um, with the right sort of support when he goes back to Hong Kong, um, I can see him continue to improve. And yeah, look, you know, the world's at his feet if he, if he just maintains the attitude he's got right now. Um, he's, he's, he's quite, well, he's very light, so that I don't think weight's going to be an issue. So that's certainly a big tip. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got, got the temperament for it and um, he, he wants to keep getting better. So, yeah, you know, the sky's the limit, really. I'm looking forward to following him in Hong Kong. Another young up-and-coming, going back to your horses now, is a Seagull. Can we ask um, how he went? He won really well at Murray Bridge um, a couple of weeks ago and uh, how did he pull up from there and where do you think he's going to go, the two-year-old? Uh, yeah, he just sort of um, yeah, turned up out of the blue, that horse. He, he was previously with Chris, Chris Weller in Sydney, of course, and... Um, he actually had a couple of runs in Victoria too, but no, he'd had a uh, number of runs. He was running in Mile Maidens and he'd been placed in a few, but um, he'd had one run here with another trainer. Um, I don't really know what 
um, what the story was, but he had one run here and, and he was basically eased out of the race. So I, I, I dare say there must have been some issue with him at the time. And anyway, just through a friend of mine, he, he, um, the owner, um, Gary Buckley, asked me to take him and give him a go. And yeah, we just, you know, we just found, you know, the minute he, he came here, he, he blended in well. And he's, you know, as soon as we stepped his work up, he gallops were very good. And he had a nice first up win for us at Murray Bridge. And um, he did run there again on the Monday the other day, Claire. And yeah, probably he missed the kick a bit, which didn't probably put him on the back foot a bit from the get. Yeah, look, he, he, he's only beaten about three lengths. So I was slightly disappointed in him second up. But um, yeah, but obviously, going, as you know, going from a maiden to the next level, it's bloody hard sometimes to, you know, um, to not many horses actually do win their next start after winning their maiden. So um, yeah, it's a forgivable run. But yeah, I think we can sort of, um, you know, place him to advantage and win a few races with him during the off season. Another one I want to talk about, John, how's Smoke and Val? Uh, you just didn't really come up last pet miles. We, um, she, uh, last autumn of last year, she raced very well in some good company around some um, very good horses. You know, she, she had good form against horses like Instant Celebrity and Bo Rosser and was, you know, really trading wise with, with that level of horse. Um, then she had a couple of runs in Melbourne during the spring, didn't really go right over there. She came back and had a good win here. Then we put her aside for the autumn, just gone where we thought, you know, we, well, and hoping race a lot of the proud mistakes and um, a couple of other listed races could have been within her. Well, we had every reason to think those races would be within her grasp. Hit her straps. Just to, you know, she wasn't running terribly badly. She wasn't getting beaten big margins, but she just wasn't nailing it, you know. And um, So, yeah, you know, we persevered and she ended up running in a couple of listed races. And without being disgraced, she just didn't hit her best form. And um, so, yes, we couldn't find a single thing wrong with it. You know, she ticked every box of blood counts were always spot on and she was eating well, she was working well, looked great, but just wasn't racing at her best for reasons something she could probably tell us. So we just, yeah, just had to pull up stumps and be back in the paddock and we'll we'll try again, you know, a little later on the year so we can just reignite um, what was missing somehow. Beautiful. Let's go into your runners at Murray Bridge today and I'll, uh, I'll stick to the first couple here. I want to talk about this two-year-old chestnut filly uh, by Free Eagle uh, on debut here, Bugatti Gold. I see uh, there's a few people in the ownership that I recognise there. Um, what just uh, just a couple of jump outs before going uh, and, and debuting? Have you got this horse ready, fresh? She's ready to run. Um, I, I think I've found a nice difficult race for it. Yeah. Not a big field, but a, I know it's a toppy here. But um, yeah, it could be a good little race, I think. But um, I just haven't got many others. Look, she's ready to run. She's had, a, she's had a two or three jump outs. She's ready to run. But, yeah, look, ideally I'd love to have found a little two-year-old provincial race. Would have been just a nice um, target for her first up. But it just isn't one for another couple of weeks at least. So, yeah, look, she's ready to run. The race is on. We'll, we'll go there and throw her in the deep end a little bit. But um, I think this race is in her. She's a very – she's got a bit of attitude. Like, she's um, – she tricks up her sleeve. But um, she's um, she can gallop, and she's very competitive. Not only is she the most talented horse in the stable, but very – she's a real competitive little thing. So she might just go out there and really be up for the fight. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how she goes. But, yeah, I don't think she's ready to win, but um, – yeah, I don't think she would have herself either. Uh, let's have a look at Sameson uh, here in race number three. This is an interesting little horse because it's a pretty good little record. Seven starts, one win, a couple of seconds, and a third. If you go back through some of these races, um, what went under to at Murray Bridge uh, in January to Kasami, then ran third behind Water into Wine and Fox Jeb. Water into Wine subsequently comes out, runs in Adami. Fox Jeb 
has then run on. Then you ran second behind Fox Gem again in a 62. Um, came out and won one, beat Lockdown Sally, who there are a little bit of raps on, and then went to Morfittville again on the 26th of February. And it was only 2.6, uh, 2.7 links off Manhattan Times, which has then come out and run super a little bit later. Horse does it on speed. Um, first up, though, it, can this all surprise first up? Do you reckon fresh? Uh, because it looks like the horse has got sort of a you know average or above average ability, I think, running behind some really good ones. Yeah, form lines, you know, as you say, just um, reads quite well now. She, um, she, um, yeah, she, um, she, first up last prep, we ran her at Balaclava on a pretty average track, and um, and she did a lot wrong. She hung really badly, and and yeah, did a lot wrong. Then second up, we went straight with the blinkers, and she improved immediately. And and every run, you know, really competitive and very gutsy. You know, she um, she really toughed her races out, and which I like. And um, and she ended up getting that win here in uh, a very strong. Well, I think it was a quite a strong maiden that she won, and then. She had one more starters to stay behind um, Manhattan Times. I forgot it was him that actually won the race until I looked at the form uh, yesterday. <laughs> um, she, had, she had a really hard run that day. She couldn't get in and she got over racing and ended up basically hitting the front before the home turn, which out of track at Morphy was a suicide. And she, she, you know, for the horse, it was probably the end of her tether too. She, um, she battled on really well and um, done the last little bit. She tired. And, um, yeah, so she's obviously had a break after that. She's back and... Um, yeah, um, I think there was some mention made of the lack of first up form, but I, you know, sometimes that can be very circumstantial. Like her first career run, um, she was very raw and basically went to the races for education and went about fifth, and then we tipped her out, brought her back, and as I say, things went wrong for first up at Bella Club last prep, and you know, straight away they get this sort of a bit of a thing, oh, she's got no first up form, but every prep's different, and you know, she got a pretty good prep for this race. and um, It's a strong little race, so again, she just had some talent in this. Lineup, so um, so yeah, it'll be a test for her. But yeah, I don't think it left behind. She's a gutsy little thing, and she gets him out of the way. She's drawn well, and and every time she ran, she's she's had a dip. So um, yeah, she and she might just surprise people. Beautiful race, race five. Uh, they've got the top weight here. Left hand man Angus Chung taking the claim. Uh, this is right in the market here on, on a very good run last start and a bit of a talk about trying circumstances. It was raining that day and just got nutted on the line by a fast finishing jackery out Who wide. loves it wet? Yeah, yeah. Um, how's he going? And, and this race looks right up his alley here. And uh, how, how are you going to ask Angus to ride it from that little bit awkward draw? Oh, uh, yeah, look, he's he's not a hard horse to ride, Claire. He's, he, he can, he's, one of, he's actually led and one. He's come from just off the speed and one. He's come from last and one. You can ride him on however you need to on a, on a given day. Um but yeah, look, you know, probably you know, softest track. We'll probably roll forward. He, he, he's a very good beginner. He normally just puts himself there. So maybe by that stage of the day, they'll be, you know, you won't need to be. Um, they might be seeing a couple off the fence. So if he's stuck a little bit wide, you know, that won't be the end of the world. And yeah, we'll just, you know, um, there won't be any strict instructions. He knows always pretty well now. So he'll, um, yeah, he'll just roll forward, find a spot somewhere, just off the speed somewhere. And, and, and um, yeah, he's a very consistent old horse, so he'll uh, he'll, he'll be there when the whips are cracking, I'm sure. And race six, self-sufficient. Um, yeah, he when he he won his um, he's, he's ran some really good races as a younger horse, and but could do a lot wrong. And then we brought him back, um, and he, he came out money's made and really really impressively. And I remember um, horse Tony McAvoy's was a very short price favourite, run second, and we beat it clearly by three or four lengths. And, Tony actually asked me after the race all about him. He said, he said, I thought mine was just a, you know, over the line. He's just a very smart horse. And he, he was really impressed with how well mine had won. And he was asking all about him. And um, he, look, he actually bled his next start uh, at Morfordville. And um, 
Subways had to stick him out and start again. And yeah, his last prep again, like that other fellas was talking about, he, he was running okay without, you know, without really smashing it, you know, without getting beaten two, two and a half lengths. But, um, but yeah, just wasn't really nailing it. So yeah, after a handful of runs, we just looked at, there's nothing seemed to be wrong with him. We just thought we'd just pull up stumps and get him back and try again. So he's, uh, he's trial well leading into this and um, that handles a bit of soft ground. So yeah, he can certainly be competitive. Johnny, before we let you go, mate, for the punters, uh, your best for the day at Murray Bridge? Uh, I've got to go with the old favourite left-hand man. He's um, he, he always goes out and has a, has a red-hot dip and um, yeah, a bit of a stable favourite. And yeah, I'd be love, love to see him in another one. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.